Please remain calm. Episode 19 of The Big Guns, Dare Bear, is about to begin. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Last time, we picked up two weeks after Masuki and Yusha and Dawn departed Laredo, making their way to Castle Refuge. I, we've talked a little bit about the initial two weeks of that journey, how it was mostly silence on one end of the conversation, and then the like echoing voice of a young Sasquatch eager to ingratiate himself with his newfound friends. You know, bringing the... Uh, kind of unsure young teenage girl out of her shell a bit. And we were actually starting to crack Masuki just a touch while we were training uh, Yusha, actually getting her a chance to pilot the Glitter Girl when a leyline storm came over the horizon, causing some massive havoc. The group took some shelter, only to be ambushed by a particularly nasty shadow beast that damn near killed our young Cyber Knight before he could even gird himself for battle. Thankfully, though, the young ladies were able to stop this said beast with a well-timed railgun shot and prevent our young Cyber Knight from going into his, uh, well, illustrious death. The group then decided that with Dawn's injuries still being an impediment to their travel to see if they could track down a local healer that Dawn thought he remembered uh, in a small village in the um, Texas Freelands. Unfortunately, he maybe it was the wounds, maybe it was just... You know, a different place. But he led the group about a week in the wrong direction. And where we left them off, they were traveling a strange alien landscape that had just sort of commingled with Earth, overlooking some black sands and crystallized vegetation into a large black ziggurat in a valley below. And they could hear the sounds of rather large, hungry beasts on the wind. And that's where we left off with them. But we're going to time travel back a little bit. Uh, about two weeks, and we are going to pick back up with our other side of the big guns, just for a brief moment or two, just to kind of see how they might be dealing with their new situation in life. So I'm actually going to pull up the combat map, because that's how we're actually going to start. Oh, fuck. Okay. (laughs) 
So as you can see from your situation, that monster is in the correct scale. I can totally see that. Because I, like a good professional gamer, have already <laughs> pulled in. this up. <laughs> and I, as a professional DM, and but also, more importantly, your friend, am not going to check the list of names at the bottom of the screen to see who's in there. <laughs> <laughs> is that so a yes, fairy beetle? It is a... Well, I wouldn't call it a beetle. <laughs> Seeing as how it's, you know... Kaiju-sized? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. It is kaiju-sized. You said that. God damn, mm-hmm. that is big. How much ISP do I have right now, Jason? Oh, you'll have... You'll be full. You are... Okay. This is the morning uh, when you woke to find Masuki and Yusha gone. <laughs> when you were leaving Laredo with your plane in tow. Quite literally. So I'm gonna go ahead and pop the old turn tracker out here. Oh, shit. Add you all a turn, and then let's add this fun little guy a turn. And then let's shuffle up. Alright, so uh, this is after we lost uh, Masuki, right? Yes, so Masuki's gone. But but Lydia is. We have Psychopath here. Okay, that's good. What? What psychopath? Charlie. Okay, just checking. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's what I say every time Lydia catches me, call her psycho or crazy or whatever. I just say, I met Charlie. <laughs> so, yeah, I imagine it's a rather tense ride. You're, you're sharing space with a new member of the team who is a vampire and maybe a little mentally unwell. It's really, who are any of you to judge? And just yeah. recently ate some people. <laughs> so, yeah, Mags has lost his biggest big gun. However, he has a plane. Well,. It can't really be called a plane until it actually can get airborne. And you have a several-week journey back tomorrow. But you're about, uh, seven or eight hours north of Laredo, getting ready to stop for the day. Oh, yeah. Sunlight's got still kind of going. Labor. I'm sure he's not that upset. I forgot that right. we ruled that I was going to wait until we got back tomorrow to fix the Sky King. <laughs> yeah. I'm very sad about that. Not that it has enough room for everyone, but... I don't want everybody in it. I, I know. Just we're say, fighting a kaiju. Vehicle is what you're saying. We're fighting a kaiju, and I have a fucking combat jet on the trailer. Okay? <laughs> you do. Let's hope it doesn't get eaten. So, unfortunately... Oh, actually, why is that king not... Uh, there we go. My car. Lydia, you are up first, my dear. A giant, chitinous, just alien monstrosity erupts from the ground and is about the same height as that boulder, a good 70-80 feet. And it is you know, giant mandibles clacking into the earth, sending rocks and dirt flying, and it is eyeing your little procession. I'm assuming everybody is actually in the vehicle. I just have your tokens on the map so I could give them initiative turns. Yeah. Yeah, that's, so let's, yeah there's, there's room for seven in the vehicle, so everybody should be inside. Yeah, and I'm just going to go ahead and move you all to the side. If you get out of the vehicle, you can place your token. I wouldn't bother to move Lydia to the side, sir. I go first. Uh, yeah, I'm assuming you're kicking the door open. And- <laughs> that is correct. I'm glad we understand. I wouldn't kick it open. It belongs to my new superhero team, and we don't destroy one another's property. But I will fling it with great fervor. It's cool, because you wouldn't get back in it if you kicked that door open. <laughs> 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 Yeah, you'd be like, well, that's cool. You can ride in the back on the trailer that doesn't have doors. Let me open Giant Raging Monsters character sheet. You don't have to. 
I it did, appears though. to go next. <laughs> I did open it, though. You don't care about people. I don't. Not your people in particular, no. So, no, yeah, think of it as a compliment. <laughs> he had to open the character sheet because he's certain that you are in some way going to affect it. And he needs to know what its stats are because of that. I had honestly forgotten that it had been so long, so I put him in here. Yeah. But there it is, Lydia. A giant rampaging beast. Well, soon to be rampaging. It hasn't gone yet. Alright, so I do, in fact, sling the door open. And I like can... to do it as an incidental, so yeah, it won't take an action to get out. Cool, and I hit the ground running. You kind of have to, because you're going like a good 40 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you? Oh, oh damn it. It's a good you hear like, uh, Clark just, did that crazy girl just jump out? She jumped out, indeed, and there's a giant monster out there. Yeah, I, I tried to know which one to freak out about, boss. You just freak out about both of them, Clark. You have the ability, I believe you can do it. I love you. So you're moving. Mm-hmm. Do you have any more movement than that? Um, I do, except Definitely. for I stop moving now, and I strike a pose. And I will. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Do you want to try and, you know, test it with your pose to see if you can... <laughs> that's actually... You, you, could, you make... can do it as an intimidation test. Yeah, Or that's you could just... Legit strike a ridiculous pose. I, I'm I'm yeah. cool with either one. I like it. No, you no, can no. make it distracted or vulnerable at your choice. I absolutely, I'm <laughs> going to shock and awe this motherfucker with my pose because I'm a superhero. So pick a skill that would best sum up your pose. <laughs> <laughs> this is the hard part. I could easily see intimidation. I could see persuasion. Yeah, I could see athletics. <laughs> I think it's gonna. But basically, to... whatever one you pick, taunt would be the, good too. The linked attribute is what it will roll to resist. So, Sweet. bear in mind, strength <laughs> like might be easy for it to resist. But I think Doesn't athletics matter. is actually agility. No freaking clue. Nor do I care. This what is, is that meta gamer no. guy? I hear you. Did you say she should do something intelligence-based? Okay. I'm not going to tell her that. I don't metagame. Fuck I'm it. just letting her know the rules. That, uh, good refresh. I, I was talking to, to, to this guy who came into my recording studio who was trying to tell me how to metagame. Alright, so Lydia, you do strike a pretty solid pose. I'm assuming you want to keep nice. that nine. I absolutely do. That nine's my bread and butter right now. Alright, so let's see how this thing goes. Athletics is agility based. Let me roll its agility. <laughs> that's oh, one you know agile what? motherfucker. He got a nine to you. But that's still a success, right? Because she meets it? No, I think the defense ties. Oh, yeah. When it's a tie, nothing happens on, yeah. on the post. You strike a hell of a pose, and the monster, you have to kind of give it its due. It's doing this good job of being a perfectly suitable villain for you to fight. Excellent. It recognizes you as the hero it must slay, and it is neither distracted nor vulnerable. Excellent. Neither are you. Well if was, met. If it was possible to assist out of turn, I would have totally supported that role, by the way. Aww. I had a spotlight at you. With the, with the lights. Oh, with the... for real? <laughs> we'll have to plan that out next time. Okay, go ahead and punch me in the face with the kaiju. I'm ready. That is what's happening. <laughs> Alright, kaiju coming up. As the super heroic challenge that you are, it is going to uh, 
slam a massive, massive appendage down into the earth near you. How rude. As it's doing an area attack. That's even more rude. So it's a medium burst template versus it's athletics versus agility. So let me roll his athletics. Ah, I'm not one to waste bennies quite this early in the evening, so I'll stick with my five. So you resist with agility. Yay. Yeah, I think you're fucking great. (laughs) 17 (laughs) for the win. Go ahead and move yourself kind of where the edges of this template would be. I can pull it uh, away for a second. Thanks, because I was like, I'm moving the template by accident. Try not to get into a rock. Perfect. So yeah, you leap in the air as rocks and things shatter and go spraying around you with shotgun-like force, but you are not hurt. <laughs> like a comet through the sky, mm-hmm. I ascend and then transcend, because as it presently stands, I'm assuming it looks just like a comic book, as I throw myself willfully into the air because I can fly. It's already been proven. Yeah. You don't have quite the hang time this go round. It's okay. I'm landing with a superhero landing. I wasn't actually trying you, to you, you, continue you to three fly. three-point landing and, you know, look up, tossle your hair. Well, actually, your hair's tucked away safely in your EVA armor because there is still the sun in the air. Yes. Or at least for another, like, half hour or so. Which brings us to Hig. Whoever is controlling Hig, what is Hig doing? Alright. Uh, yeah, Mag's gonna... After seeing uh, Lydia jump out and run out there, like, I guess we can't just let her die. Uh, Hig, back her up. Um, act like Charlie, though. Uh, you know, don't get in too close. Dodge in and out. Don't get smashed. I kinda like you. <laughs> and Hig's like... Angry when you said he's like Charlie, and he. I said act like Charlie. I didn't say he is like Charlie. <laughs> he doesn't want to act like Charlie. No, be furball. Don't worry, he no die, and he just <laughs> tries to tuck and roll and jump out. If you have his sheet open, go and give me an agility roll for him, because unlike Lydia, he is not a supernatural vampire creature. Can I spend a Benny to make him fail? No, that's not how Benny's work. Come on, <laughs> terrible human being. You know that, right? A dog, okay. Okay, I guess that's yeah, fair. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, agility? Yes, or athletics. If you have athletics, that'll be fine. Uh, athletics? Mm, he did not succeed. Hey, is the uh, tumbling. We'll just say he gets uh, bumps and bruises as he rumbles out of the car. Much less gracefully than Lydia, who just essentially didn't miss a beat. <laughs> okay. See, he's One, not like me at all. Alright, so... He can, jumps he out the still car. Act. Two, one, two, three, four. He's gonna run right up to the kaiju. He's going to, um... <laughs> I guess he'll, he'll uh, test it with fighting. Okay. Uh, to try to distract it. Narratively, what is he doing? Because he just—he's gonna run. Actually, you know what? He wouldn't listen to me. He wouldn't listen to Mag. So he's just gonna run up and try to hit it. He's gonna attack it. (laughs) That's not definitely sounds like Higgs. I'm gonna—he's gonna have to get knocked back once or twice before he gets the concept of oh, I see why he wants me to not not stand and fight. So he's just Um, gonna do a fighting attack. I will also make a quick note that he is still in his Laredo poncho that he purchased while there, (laughs) and he has like his face decorated like a sugar skull. 
Because there was a holiday in the two or three weeks you guys were helping clear out the junkyard. Nice. Uh, so he I, rolled a flat five uh, versus Perry, but I assume actually, there's a bonus because of the size. It, yeah, the size. Yeah, he actually has a plus four. To so hit. nine. That's a nine versus his Perry. His Perry is a six, so it's a hit. That's not a hit. No raise. That's fine. He's got his uh, vibro pyramids on. Let's see smasheries. Uh, and those do inflict mega damage, correct? Uh, they do. Just ignore this because I forgot that I already had the uh, macro set up. But there we go. There's the damage. 22 mega damage. What is the AP on that bad boy? Eight. Eight. So that takes his 58 toughness down to a 50. <laughs> wow. Well, Sweet baby Jesus. Unharmed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hmm. Uh, Higgs do- doing anything else? <laughs> uh, Higgs bounces off of this kaiju armor as he smashes it with his pyramids and is like, steps back uh, two more inches. Alright, now, as we get to Charlie's turn. Yes. Charlie, yo, how are you feeling right now about this day? So I'm assuming he's gone. Yeah, this morning. You guys woke up and she was gone. And you actually have a little something from her. Yeah, you got a couple of scrolls. I'm gonna cut to Tess. Tess, would you please read us what you left Charlie? Alright, Charlie, when you open your scroll, a bag of tea leaves falls out into your lap. Charlie, I do not part ways with you out of malice. I will not ask you to jeopardize your life on my personal quest. Also, in case of my departure from this realm, Yusha shall become your ward to be taught in the ways of spirituality and kindness. <laughs> Magnesium will handle other things. Remember, leave the other things to Magnesium. In case I don't return, my soul will forever be in- intertwined with yours. Hopefully our destinies are not meant to be parted so early. You are an inspiration to me and many others. Masuki, thank you for your friendship. My god. And Tess, go ahead and give Masuki uh, another Benny. <laughs> so Charlie, well, with that note, yeah. and the current situation, you've been stuck in the uh, the Mountaineer with Hig all day. What's Charlie feeling? What's, what's going through his head? There is also a giant monster in the front we, uh, you know, windshield. Yeah, I feel like that's not such a big deal to Charlie right now. Um, I think right. <laughs> Charlie loves Masuki very much. But Charlie's very angry that Masuki took away his ability to choose to lay down his life for Masuki, which he would do. That's fair. Red lead with Link. Uh, so I think I'm going to channel it in the healthiest possible way uh, by casting Illusion with sound, strong, deadly, greater mobility, and reach. And we'll see if it succeeds. You are probably not fatigued anymore. Okay. Oh, that's a success with a raise, which I will take. Um, I am going to summon a gigantic howling gorilla beats it, it's beating its chest behind this creature that will then try to get it in a headlock and break its neck. That is the illusion that I am creating. I like this healthy channeling thing. <laughs> And you're making it at what size? Up to like a large burst template? Yes. 
Large blast duration is measured in minutes. Um, Smart world disbelieve the illusion are made out of minus two because of strong. Since I got a raise, uh, the opposed roll of the free attack. My arcane skill versus the target smarts is also a minus two, so it should be a minus four. I get a free attack. Uh, if I win, the target's shaken. With a raise, the target suffers, suffers a wound. So I'll summon it like behind it. You don't have the range, I don't think. Well, was oh, okay. it 12? Uh, yes. Yeah, you, you do. Okay. Did you put a picture of yourself? He did. Yeah. <laughs> he made himself the, the kaiju <laughs> illusion. I didn't have a monkey, and I didn't want to like just pick a random thing, so... It's close enough. Yeah, Perfect. it's close enough. Um, so, yeah. I think this is a test. Um, I'm not sure if it's two. Those who contact an illusion or doubt its room, like a smarts roll is a free action. Minus two with a raise. That's what I was going to say. A smarts roll. <laughs> I wonder yeah. how smart it is. So it'll be a minus four. That puts it down to a three. So yeah, it's, it's going to believe. <laughs> Okay, great. Uh, and now... Alright, why are you getting a second test? Uh, so, there's the illusion itself cast. Anything that contacts it can doubt it and make as far as rules a free action. Ah. To no longer be a subject. But the deadly illusion, I can do a free action to attack it, which is an opposed rule. Sounds good. Go ahead and roll. Okay. Uh, free reroll. And don't forget to click your fatigue off. <laughs> oh, okay. So it should be a 10. I'll keep that. Keeping the 10. Alright. Is it opposed by spirit or intelligence? Smarts. Smarts. Well, we just saw that it's, you know, clearly a yep. Harvard grad here. It's gonna fail. You succeed with a raise. Suffers a wound. Okay. Can cause incapacitation. I will mark it as such. Good job. As the giant gorilla starts slamming into it, and it's reacting in pain. Yay! Uh, alrighty. Ward. What's your, you know, your new second-in-command doing now that uh, Masuki's gone, Flint? Uh, he's, uh, you know, he's seen a lot. He's used to people coming and going, so he probably took it better than the rest of us. Uh, but I guess he will, uh, after I've already de let Hig depart, he'll make a motion for Fallout and, uh, tell everybody to, you know, take defensive positions, provide range fire. Business-minded as always, so. War's gonna jump out. Mm. Yeah, until... Somebody stops the vehicle, they'll have to make an athletics or agility check to not get bumps and bruises. Yeah. Ward jumps out with his uh, athletics or agility, one and two, whichever one. I'm pulling this character sheet up just a sec. All or right. you could just go on hold if you'd rather him do that. Um, yeah, yeah, you're right. He's not impulsive or hot-headed. Uh, so yeah, Ward's going to hold until the um, vehicle comes to a stop. And he's going to command uh, Bright and Clark to do the same. But Karis is on hold. All right, Max, it's been a hell of a day. Your precious plane. 
And also your, your, as I said, you've lost Masuki and your Glitter Girl. Tess, if you would read Mag's goodbye letter. When you open your scroll, out falls a candle. Mm. Magnesium. My path to follow must part with the big guns for now. I cannot take the company down my personal path to redemption and spiritual wellness. In the event of my premature departure from this body, Yusha shall return to your compound to be taught by you in the ways of the world and survival. And be taught by Charlie in the ways of sound, kindness, and emotional well-being. <laughs> Good goal. <laughs> Otherwise, I shall return as soon as my quest is complete. You are a good soul. You choose for people to believe your soul is darker than it actually is. Masuki, thank you for your leadership. Hmm. How impertinent. Let's go and give Masuki a second, Benny. Mag just kind of sighs, folds the letters up, and kind of whispers to the wind. Go show him that the big gun isn't the one on the armor. It's the one in the armor. Aw, that was touching as shit. <laughs> uh, Justin, go ahead and give. Even though uh, Don didn't say it, I want you to be rewarded for that line. So, by all means, give yourself a Benny. Okay, damn. Actually, you know what? Uh, I'll let you give Don conviction. Oh, sweet! Fuck yeah! That's even better. And, and, and now we're actually cutting out of combat. As you're looking at this thing, reminiscing about how useful Masuki would be right now. As you see, like, the monster getting pounded in the back by a giant illusionary ape while it's picking up Lydia in one hand and, like, looking like it's going to try to bite her in half. And I guess we'll find out how this combat ends another day. Ah, <laughs> you son of a bitch. That's so dirty. <laughs> that is the dirtiest shit I've seen. <laughs> All right, so as we've looked back, now we're going to zoom a lot forward. Our group of three. Our glitter girl, her young protege, and the valiant Sasquatch knight have had a hard journey over the last two and a half months. You've made your way from almost the Mexican border, across the Pecos Empire, you know, avoiding or fighting off roving warlord gangs. You've had a couple of weird side encounters with strange beasts, picked up some odd arcane crystalline power armor in a temple that I'm sure we'll hear about someday. Our young lady, Yusha, is starting to come into her own as a warrior and an equal. And you've also had to go through probably the hardest part of your journey over the last few months. Coalition territory. So let's just have you guys narrate a little bit or tell us how this group made their way into coalition territory. Coming in the angle you were, the coalition actually has a rather large wall built up. You could go around it, but it would add more time to your journey. Or you could attempt to slip through the defenses, but there's probably no way you could get through without having to fight. Sir, I'm in a glitter boy. Yes. It's not so like we're going to... Have to fight. Yeah, it's not like we're going to be stealthy going through there. Yeah. So, I'm assu- so that's up to you. Just the group go around. Like uh, Don would know about this wall. Like he probably avoided it on his way down. It would just add about a week, maybe two, to your journey. All in all. Well, it's your quest, lady. So, however you would like to proceed, I will back you up. 
And real quick, just to kind of describe, because you did pick up some armor recently, about a week or two ago. Your armor, Dawn, is kind of... It looks like it's crystals that sort of just float like a good half an inch over your body. Like, there's no straps, there's no mail. It's just... It is some kind of magical, techno-magic device with a weird alien technology that it seems to be like natural grown crystals. Yeah, super cool. So it can be kind of whatever color shape you'd like, but that's... And young Yusha has found a suit of arcane power armor in much the same way. It's it's heavily like crystalline-based with what some sort of like metallic gold kind of base... Think of like like if like Aztecs progressed to like cyber technology, <laughs> that kind of motif, and then throw in a bunch of crystals. Hmm. All right, back at it. So, how are you getting either around or through this little obstacle as you leave essentially free territories and move your way into the first coalition state in your path? We have not come this far to cower. <laughs> Excellent. I admire your thirst for a conflict? Wait, perhaps I should not admire that. But either way, your bravery is notable. And I shall follow you. I do not invite conflict. I just refuse to run from the coalition. They've already taken enough. Bold words. We are kindred spirits, then. Alright, so you're going through. So let's just get a little bit of element of chance to this. Pick one of you to make a battle roll. The others can assist. Just to see how well your little first sortie with the coalition goes. Cool. Would it surprise you to find out that Dawn doesn't put a lot of thought into his combat? Not <laughs> least, actually. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't feel shocked or awed all of a sudden. Suki's ignorantly methodical. Yeah, one of you can make the the main roll, and then the other two can assist. However they'd like. Yeah, so Dawn will assist uh, with... um... So imagine you're probably coming up against a heavily fortified area where you see essentially just miles of wall. um, And then every, like, maybe 50 miles, there's, like, you know, a raised gun tower. And, you know... Coalition Samus units patrolling the air. Every now and then, some long-range recon patrols of grunts. That's the kind of, like, setup you're probably encountering as you try to punch your way through this. You say punch your way, we'll reconnoiter first, and then slaughter where we must. That, that, the punch is what I meant for the slaughter portion. Oh, copy that. <laughs> but yeah, so that, that use that kind of rough, broad strokes when deciding what skills you're going to use to assist. Um... Well, if you insist on going directly through them, I will find us some favorable terrain. I am fairly familiar with this area. Uh, Allow me to look for a good vantage point so that we can best plan our infiltration or assault. Excellent. And I succeed with a survival roll. Alright, so you gave it a plus one. Plus one. I'm assuming Masuki is making the battle roll, unless yeah. we're putting it on the, the young teenage girl. Absolutely not. <laughs> Alright, so let's take a look at young Yusha and see what she's going to do to assist. So Justin, what do you find? You succeeded. So let us, what is it that you find? What area? 
Well, there's an area. There's an area that actually has a few like you know wooded cover, so that we can get pretty close, so we don't get bombed down before we get there. And it's uh, also coming like from high terrain to low terrain, so it would give us the you know the heighted the it would give us the high ground. And again, and uh, gotcha. so you can't win. Excellent. So I think Yusha is going to use her newfound love of stealth to uh, reconnoiter that area to make sure that there's no one there when we try and slip past. I like it. Yeah, she did. Again, this girl is just begging to be a wild card. Right? Yeah, she is. But either way, oh, it's yeah, still yeah. success. She's got a seven. So. Yes. Even if the nine yep. means nothing yet. Yeah, seven. Alright, Tess. Masuki's got a plus two on her battle roll. <laughs> yeah, I do. And there's nothing better for battle than being able to fight. I will tell you, this role will be opposed. So, mm, okay, <laughs> cool. the overall strength of the coalition forces in this area. Okay, okay, it'll be fun. Get excited. <laughs> How about a four? Hey. It's, a, it's a six with the uh, with your. Oh, you that's know. right. Yeah, that's nice. Right. I'm assuming you're going to stick with that since you pretty much rolled this. I got Pretty as good as I can get, sir. Let's not right. be crazy. <laughs> Alright, so I'm going to give the coalition this area a group check. So here's their local commander at this entry point's battle roll. Got a one. Let's see if their wild die does better. They got a four. So, I'm going to say you guys will succeed. You've punctured through, but... If you don't mind, give me a brief narration of this battle did not go as easy as you thought. So it's up to you, kind of like whoever would like to give us a little narration, maybe it'll be worth a penny. If somebody wants to give us a little brief cameo of this epic little mini-struggle. We can co-op this. How would you start yeah. it off uh, there, Suki? I'm assuming we just assumed that we would try and slide past in the dead of night, but for some reason someone raised an alarm or someone swung around with a flashlight, and all of a sudden we had to go ham. Smokers. Smokers ending the world. Some guy came out for a smoke break, saw us coming Uh, around the back section. That's what happened. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes. Hands in his pockets raised the alarm. Well, as soon as he struck that lighter, you know, then he saw a reflection off the, you know, 12-foot-tall glittery girl. (laughs) <laughs> over there <laughs> and we were like ah shit uh, so we thought we were good the problem is I think we picked the building that had the barracks like where like m- there's actually more people here because there's more people off duty than on duty at any point in time so we were away from like the active guards but because that guy saw us we suddenly had a whole bunch of people to deal with you think yep sorry oh. I was eating funyuns I'm gonna be honest with you that's why myself. That's why you guys got caught. Mm-hmm. But now I'm done with the Funyuns, so yeah, no, absolutely. As a matter of fact, even as we try to stop him from raising the alarm by knocking him unconscious, he still manages to get at least a whistle off, and all of a sudden, four or five people come rushing out of the shadows towards us. Mm. Yeah. Then we go into some uh, fisticuffs, and as more people show up, we have to continue escalating our violence until it turns into a running gun, right? Pretty much. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, so it was a hard fight. Thankfully, there's no casualties on your side. There are many on the coalition side. Tess, go ahead and roll a d12 for me. 
It came really close to a casualty on our side, though, because it all ended with like a, a like an intense argument between Masuki and uh, Dawn. Dawn over who was going to stay behind and sacrifice themselves so the others could get away. So <laughs> oh, that's we, so fair. And eventually, so we called it a draw, and we both ran. So, <laughs> so true to character. So to nine. continue that, uh, so mark off nine rounds for the boom gun. I'm never rolling that die again. (laughs) Uh, And now, to continue your little standoff fight, which one of you is getting the Benny? Uh, Masuki's gonna need it more than I am. Well, well, not necessarily, because remember... And in real life, I mean, you had to do most of the narration, because I was over here doing the Funyun game. Oh yeah, that's true, I'll take it. You got Funyuns, fuck you. (laughs) There you go. I'm just saying, I was like, I want to participate, but these Funyuns are so good. So yeah, as you you have a, a brief but bloody conflict as you literally break your way into coalition territory. You spend the next several weeks being constantly harried by airborne forces and having to really go out of your way to try to be as stealthy as you can with two suits of shiny power armor and a giant Sasquatch on essentially Slipner. But you are able to not have to fight every day. And you spend the next two months slowly working your way across what used to be Texas, the upper border or upper border of Louisiana, and start moving your way northward through what used to be Mississippi. It is not an easy journey by any means, aside from the natural just terrain being very hard to navigate, even on foot, essentially. There's bad weather. In coalition territory, you really can't I mean, the three of you, you could you could maybe get away with sending Yusha in outside of her armor to try to buy food. But you two are being DBs, just there's no way you can really approach any real civilized territory without being potentially killed or ratted out to the coalition troops. It sounds like so, we're hunting, because in real life, yeah. I'm never going to let Yusha do that. So yeah, I, so food is, despite you know Dawn's skills as a hunter and a chef, food is scarce. It's a fairly miserable two months. Do any of the group dynamics change, evolve, or grow in these two months? How close are you becoming as a unit? You've had several battles. We'll say you've fought at least a dozen times for your life in the last, you know, eight weeks. Right, and I'm sure we're together in solidarity, but in real life, I'm pretty sure also Yusha's becoming kind of petulant at this point because she likes to eat. She is a human girl. Yeah. And a teenager with yeah. a metabolism that can just, you know, scarf down anything. True. But, uh, you know, you know, Dawn respects martial might and, and seeing the, the physical, the prowess of uh, the Glitter Girl in action would definitely, like, continue to impress him and uh, cause her to, cause him to, to trust her more and more. And Yusha in her new armor... It's also a much better asset than she was at the beginning of the trip. So I feel like uh, Dawn would like really start to like consider these two as as uh, two of his own, you know. Nice. Another quick question for Dawn: Have you been forced to use your size sword yet? Um. Yeah. Uh, that one time where we came across the um, uh, demon. And it wasn't necessarily forced. As soon as Dawn saw the demons, he pulled the, the the sword out. 
Uh, so gotcha. yeah, we got ambushed by the uh, like band of uh, flying demons, about a half dozen of them. It was kind of a tough fight, I guess. But he would have pulled the sword since out. Yusha probably froze during that fight, and you had to defend her, which is probably how you ended up pulling that sword immediately. Exactly, because Dawn had kind of gotten used to like standing back, especially after Yusha got the armor and letting the two of them handle it. But then when he saw Yusha freeze up, he had to go into like full power mode. Side up, charged in, side sword flashing. So they've seen it, but uh, the camera hasn't. Gotcha. We'll have to change that, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Masuki actually can't get, can't think of you as more honorable than she already does. We don't, uh, we don't just invite any old body to our tea ceremonies. Mm-hmm. How has Yusha changed? I mean, you talk about growing up fast. Already, she's got the dead parents. Oh, shit, she's a superhero. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Ashley is going to be so mad. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I mean, she's got two dead parents. She had a tragic childhood. She was there. The demons took them. She saw it. She died. She got amazing mystical armor. And now she's having to, like, adult really hard because we have very little food and are fighting every day. She's a superhero. But at the same time, she's kind of like really wanted this chance for a long time, right? Right. So she's finally getting to stand kind of on equal footing with us. And I bet she enjoys the fuck out of that part of it, at least. Uh, I'm I'm not sure if I'd be too sure about that. I feel more like she'd be like, I asked for this, but it's more like a be careful what you wish for kind of scenario. Uh, It'd be different if it wasn't so brutal. So she was soups happy till she started to have to actually pull her own weight. And then she was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I get that now. Yeah, like, hell yeah, I'm an adult. Oh, no. I'm I'm an adult. adult. (laughs) (laughs) But, Masuki, as you... Over the last few days, as you're moving your way north, like, you started going west-east, and now are almost heading due north. Something about the area is starting to trip as a little familiar. As much as, you know rampant, unchecked wilderness can be familiar. Like, maybe it's that mountain in the distance, or that hill, this river that, like, you're kind of following. Something is... You get, like, just that sense you've been here before. As you are getting close to a town that Dawn thinks you may actually be able to take some refuge in. Dawn, you know that the small village of Beasley is... um, while in Coalition El Dorado, it is close-ish to the border, it's to the north of like basically unclaimed territory that the Coalition will send patrols in, but, you know, it's pretty much just wild wilderness where Castle Refuge happens to, you know, be. This would probably be the last chance you could stop at to get supplies. You know Beasley is a relatively small mining town with an ironworks. On your way through, they still had a small DB population that was definitely second or third class citizens, mostly living in squalor and like maybe making a fifth of the pay that, you know, the human miners would make. But they had some DBs. Mm. Um, and you know, like when you probably started this journey, you, which is maybe over a year ago, that uh, El Dorado had just been officially allowed into the coalition. So when you traveled this way before, 
they had yet to really do their big DB purge, but it has happened. So you're kind of counting on Beasley maybe being the like a place where you can actually get a decent meal, maybe find a place to stay as you gear up for that last push into returning to Castle Refuge. Yeah, I relate Have as you much mentioned to the Masuki. name of this town? Okay, so you, you relate as much. Masuki, the familiarity that you've been feeling now kind of rings true. You've lived in Beasley before. That's what I was afraid you were going to say. When you were a young child, and you also spent some time there not too long ago, all things considering, maybe about five or six years before you made your way out west and hooked up with Flint. You did know a boy there, both as a small girl and as a young woman. And life was definitely hard in Beasley. Like, you remember it, like, your family was there, your father kept the Glitter Girl armor hidden in a, an abandoned mine shaft, and they you probably lived there for maybe a year, maybe two, uh, with some other, like, scattered members of your clan working. Um, and there was already another population of quick flex in the village, like the town, so you were able to kind of assimilate with them and look after each other. And it was hard times, and there was a lot of well, straight-up racism. There was human-centric racism against all the DBs in the village, but the DBs were willing to do the hard work, the life-threatening work. But your family eventually moved on when they thought it became a little too dangerous. Uh, you probably realize now as an adult that maybe your father's activities as a essentially Knight Errant in his Glitter Boy armor was drawing Coalition Heat down and he wanted to spare the village any kind of fallout from that, so you resumed your nomadic lifestyle. But you did run there when, you know, your life kind of went askew and you avenged your father's death and claimed his armor for your own. And you, uh, reunited with a friend slash lover there. So, how do you feel about returning to Beasley? I wonder if he's still there. No, no, he's definitely still there. And he's still waiting. <laughs> how do I feel about it? Terrible. As a matter of fact, yeah. the closer we get to this place, the less Masuki has to say. <laughs> wow, so she's gone from like five words a day to two. That's correct. Inversely, the closer we get to there, the more Don starts gushing about his dare bear. <laughs> I can't wait for you to meet him. So yeah, you know that Beasley was a hometown of Darien's. Maybe that's why you're also eager to really like. You don't have to stop there, yeah. but it might stop you just complaining about a hot meal, and you know it gives you a chance to see the, the place your your sweetheart is from. Yeah, so I'm just talking about him because I'm thinking about him. I'm like, this is his hometown. Oh, he hasn't been there in a long time, but. uh I would like to see where it came from. Mm. Maybe one day I can take him back to the village. Maybe one day I can go back to the village. You hear, like, Yusha just kind of muttering and kind of muffled by her armor. I hope he came from a place that serves hot meals, like a restaurant. As I said, you're about a week away from Beasley. And you're getting closer. So Dodd's heart is skipping a beat with anticipation of seeing his beloved's hometown. You have a weird stopover and a brief little adventure that would have made a great session, but I guess we'll never know. As you were kidnapped by a group of mutant cannibals and made to fight in their arena of the dog and bull. I mean, it was really, really dangerous. And, like, there were a lot of close moments, but we all survived. As clearly <laughs> evidenced by the story. Without yes. hitting one another. <laughs> who fought who? 
Because I said, you were forced to fight in their arena. Probably not in your power armor, but... Right. Before you led your slave rebellion and got away. Uh, Dawn was the last fight. So I'll let Masuki and Yusha go first. Yusha oh. fought. Yeah. Uh, she went first. She was the first of us they put out there. They thought it was just going to be a fun warm-up fight. They were like, uh, what are we going to do with this kid? Uh, let's just go ahead and throw yeah. her in there with the... Uh, a group of ragtags and a, and a free-for-all. And she rallied two of them together to take out the rest of them. Um, and then they willfully laid down their lives Arms. for her. Yeah. They are cannibals, so... <laughs> I'm talking about... The, these, these are other prisoners that they didn't uh. expect, like, people that got captured as incidentals. So, as, like, a warm-up and appetizer for the real fights, they threw all these, like, weak-looking people together and just said, one of you gets to walk out alive. The right, rest of you exactly. get eaten. And that's so you, the whole thing. You should garner their loyalty and mm -hmm. started the rebellion. Yeah. But her success, like, her... her, her her performance was so good that they were like, oh, we underestimated this kid, you know. So they were going to put her up in another fight when they had somebody appropriate to match her up to, but Masuki came up next. Yeah, so you fought in, like, this... It looks like it was a, a sizable town. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, been... I'm, not, I'm not done. No, go ahead. Masuki's going to tell us who she fought, and then <laughs> she's going to tell us about her plan for the prison break, and then I'm going to well, I, I meant more happened. between when they forced you to fight each other, Oh, they made us fight. Uh, oh, oh, I thought yes. it was a whole bunch of other people. Okay, no, no, you should, I'm fine with Yusha fighting some other people and, yeah, and you know, getting some of them. Okay. But then that leaves you two having to fight each other. That's perfect. Because yeah. we did fight. And did we, we fought for the first time. Well, originally, originally, Dawn was going to stand there and just take blows and like <laughs> survive. No, and no, while that you makes were escaping the rest of the prisoners, you know? Because in real life, Masuki would have just stood with her arms crossed. Yeah, but since we were fighting each other and we already had a plan for our prison break, we had to put on a good show. Also, come on, we're both combat specialists, you know? There's a little part of us that wanted to see who was stronger. <laughs> it's you, by the way. <laughs> on that note, Justin, <laughs> give me a fighting roll. Well, actually, hold on. I'm going to roll a d6 for each of you to decide who actually is going to be the primary. So, tests. Three. Justin. One. Tess, so you are the you are the first person to roll, so you will roll and decide if you're going to keep if you choose to spend bennies on this. I mean, it's nothing more than bragging rights, I suppose. But I need a fighting roll opposed by Justin's fighting roll. Okay, I rolled a nine, yeah. and I will you not be stick spending with any bennies whatsoever on this. <laughs> Alright, Justin. Uh... Yep, Masuki won. I told you she was the stronger one. I said that narratively, and the dice back my story up, so it makes it real. <laughs> Although you guys are evenly matched, it looks like. We are. With a D10 each. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, or if, you put her, sword fight if you put her in her Glitter Girl, it's a whole different situation. Yeah, I don't actually fight outside of my armor on purpose. But you are still good. But Fine. yeah, exactly. Skill wise, like you're evenly matched for me. But like, if you if you're in your armor, I'm no, I, I don't stand a chance at all. I lie. I, I actually stand a lot of chance because side swords have amazing AP. If you want hell them to, yeah. <laughs> but I think blow to blow, your strength would give you do more damage if you hit with a sword. 
Yeah, I would definitely probably do more damage. I think uh, Masuki has, what, a D4 strength, and I've got a D12, yeah. so... Yeah. You don't have to think. It's a fact. It's a yeah. <laughs> yeah, you are a, like, seven-foot-tall Sasquatch. Well, she I, is a I, relatively no, dainty... I am a 12-foot-tall Sasquatch. Flex. Remember, we stand shoulder-to-shoulder shoulder when she's in the armor. <laughs> Her armor's only, like, seven or eight feet tall. Just oh. remember, it's not size three, I mean, it's size yeah. two. Well, I'm, then I'm taller her, than her when she's in the armor. Because the minimum for my size is nine. But Yeah. Sasquatches be big, bro. Yeah, you are <laughs> fucking huge. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, you, you fake fight, you do your Kirk and Spock, and yes. then Yusha with the, the other, like, captured humans that she rallied. You turn on your mutated cannibalistic betrayers on the fields of battle, surrounded by the stadium seating under the idol of their bull and dog god. So I see it this way happen. It's a fastball special. Since I have the strength, I guess I'm the thrower, right? So while we're doing this fake fight, maybe a little bit in there, I'm not sure. But Masuki... When she defeats me, she does this double kick where I catch her with both hands and then I throw her over the stadium <laughs> where she lands by, next to her armor, that, which by is stadium, how we initiate. I mean, like, th- the seating, is- you know what I'm talking about. Like, not the, okay. uh, I meant like over the bleachers, bleachers. That's right, the term. Right. Yeah. No, it, it, this is like a legit, like, it would be a, I don't know, like a college football stadium. Yeah. So I throw her yeah. over it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Strike D twelve. Okay. And yeah. It's no, psychic. It, it, okay. Yeah, Don't forget, I got some powers here. Okay. Yeah. Right. And still, there is rules for the throwing distance, and it ain't that far. <laughs> you ain't throwing people a football field, my I friend. I mean, I'm gonna give it a push too. Okay. Oh, that, that, that's it. That does it. That's all we needed. <laughs> that's see, that's yeah. the extra hey. 500 feet you needed. <laughs> see, Jason, what what she did the, just there? That's called a yes and. Yeah. Uh, with, you, you well, I'm yes and you too. So, so Masuki yes ends her way into careening into their high priest, draped in his maroon robes, ringing this strange, annoying bell that he's been harassing you with for days, knocking him to the ground and putting her sword blade to his throat. Whether she executes him is not, of course, Masuki's decision to make, but you do overcome your captors. Yeah, no, she outright killed him. They made uh, you know, Isha he, fight. He is dead. It was never questioned. Now, they were going to eat the losers, so... I mean, I don't even care about that. They made the girl fight. Is it weird that every time you talk about cannibalism, I get hungry? Yes. Just a little. No. You should have had a snack. Yeah. Just... I had a mini Kit Kat. Now I don't want to eat anybody. <laughs> <laughs> should be the new Snickers commercial. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so this was a few days ago. So that was the last big adventure. You've... You've run into less and less coalition patrols. You think you've lost them through the heavy wilderness that gives you ample air cover. But it is a dreary day. Uh, it's not heavy rain, but it's just enough to be annoying if you weren't in power armor. So the, you know, nine-foot-tall yeti who's covered in now matted fur is probably less than comfortable. But, you know, he's a cyber knight, so he'll endure, I'm sure. But mm-hmm. plus, he's getting closer to Beastly. In yeah. fact, you can see the smoke from, the, like, the dark billowing smoke from the ironworks in the distance. You're probably about an hour away. Now, Don, you would know that in this territory, approaching a village like this, as DBs, is going to be hard enough. In power armor, you will probably, if they have a coalition presence, you could potentially get in a fight that would level the, a town. Yeah. 
So it might be wise to stash the armor somewhere hidden close by and go in without. But that's up to you all. But you would know that tactically in this area, that would probably be the smartest move to make. If not necessarily the safest. We're going to draw attention in our current uh, outfiture. But, there, but there's a difference between attention and wheeling a nuclear bomb to the down Main Street. I'm talking to Masuki. Jason. Uh, I couldn't tell from your boisterous attitude if you were just really excited, Justin. I'm sorry. <laughs> As we approach Beasley, uh, Dawn says to Masuki, we're going to draw attention if we keep going into this armor. Hmm. You want to fight through Beasley? There's some people there that probably are innocent. I don't plan to fight through Beasley. How long will you be staying? I'm not saying at all. I just need to get that one some food in her belly before she winds my ear off. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> you know, I would say you smell like a wet dog, but that would be an insult to Charlie. Uh, she kind of, you can't see her smiling at you, but she is under the faceplate of her arcade power armor. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what he's doing right now. Probably eating a hot dog. I'd kill for a hot dog. No need for that, young lady. <laughs> uh, we could just go into town and buy a hot dog. I'll wait here. All right. Yusha and I will go into town alone. She can leave her armor with you. She can. Although, I would advise using this last opportunity for some sort of rest, since it's a wilderness from here on to our ultimate goal, Castle Refuge. Yes. Can't hint, wink, wink. T- Tess, how? Well, I mean, you're in your power armor, so it's good. It would, if we come down to a dice roll on this, you'll get a bonus. Are you? You're clearly disturbed about going back to Beasley. Mm-hmm. Are you actively trying to hide that the unease from the group? <laughs> I mean. I don't know how actively Siki tries to hide anything from anyone. She just doesn't say anything actively out loud. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Like, I mean, it's no less showing than anything else. That's fair. Ah, come on, Masuki. Don't be a spoil sport. It'll be fun if we all go inside together. It will not. It will not, and... Yes, it will. It will be fun. I'm sorry. That's just wrong. (laughs) That's a yes knowing? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what that was. (laughs) It will not. You seem like there's some reason why you don't want to go in here. You didn't have any problems stopping at the other villages. I did not. To be fair, they weren't in coalition territory. I'm not being fair. I'm not a fair person. I know. (laughs) You should kind of just like size. Come on, Masuki. It's our last chance for like a a decent bed. Besides, if these trials are going to do or as hard as I think they're probably going to be, you might want to be well rested for it. Of all places, I would leave my armor. Here would not be them. All right, well, you're missing out. I'm just saying, you never know what we could find in there. I have a good idea. Not to mention, this is such a small town. 
There's really nothing to be afraid of. Beasley's mostly good folk. <laughs> you know, well, you've been there. You know that's not true. <laughs> right. <laughs> that is a lie. <laughs> oh, my bad. I, that was yeah, not my intention. The right. DBs there might be good folk if you know. Oh, right. that's the only people I interacted with the first time. So it was not a lie. <laughs> there not we go. Ah, ah, ah. I but not. they're so beaten down, they're barely, you know, sentient anymore. True. I do not but remember, I've been gone for, like, I missed the purge. The purge happened right after I left, right? The purge hasn't happened in Beasley yet, but you don't. But yes, you missed it. Throughout the territory, I the, you seen like they became official coalition territory right like before I left, so I didn't get yes, to see the effects but of that. They, but prior to that, they still were people actively courting the coalition. So the humans in this yeah. territory are not good people. In, for, I mean, that's painting with a very broad racist brush, but yeah, they're not good people. <laughs> okay. Maybe on an individual case by case, but towards you, your group, they'd be nice to one of you. <laughs> Right. I do not fear Beasley. So as our group is a few short days away from uh, Beasley, Will, if you would, give us a description. What does Darian look like? Well, Darian's always been fairly athletic. Um, if short, he's about five feet tall. Um, ever since the breakup, though, it's uh, been a lot of changes. He's gotten extremely cut, just ripped. And he's also uh, replaced or upgraded um, a lot of his body. Uh, he has two extra arms now, which are cybernetic. The lower half of his jaw is steel. And on his back, uh, there is a Yakuza-style tattoo of a serpent uh, sinking its fangs into a heart. And he is a quick flex, I believe, correct? He is, yes. Okay. And so he's had a criminal past, and he, but he's, you know, he's met a nice guy recently in the last few yeah, years. Yeah, he's, he's been trying to chill out, put it away. He's picked up uh, painting, calligraphy, and he now plays, trying to learn how to play the shamisen. Um, he has a new love for poetry, and he's been trying to um, write and speak haikus in the moment. He's not very good at it, um, but he's trying to get back in touch with a kinder, gentler self, spirit, and world. So after all the horrors that he's seen, and especially the... I'm sure he's had at least a few run-ins with the Coalition in the last yeah. few years. That's how he lost his jaw. What brings him back to Beastly? A veritable shithole that you were probably born into. It's up to you, but... Um, yeah, You probably I, lived a significant portion of your life there. At least as like a from like a 5 years old to a, a like 17, 18-year-old. Yeah. I think it's anywhere in the world can be home, but a home is a place you can come back to to re realize and recognize how far you've come. So it, it's a way to both get in touch with who he's who he is now, but also with who he was to sort of try to return to that yeah. gentle, loving, excited person he used to be before. And the you know. territory that is now Coalition State El Dorado has had a rough couple of years. Um, they've always kind of kowtowed to the Coalition states that were their neighbors, but they weren't as aggressively anti-DB until they were denied Coalition statehood and, and then decided to reform their economy and their, well, their everyday life practices to be something more uh, 
more, what would be the right term? Just fitting in, I guess, with the Coalition ethos. Uh, also, the semi-recent Juicer Uprising was another black mark kind of on their record. So there was a lot of turmoil here that you could have easily been involved in some illegal activity or some mercenary work. Especially somebody with your upgrades could easily find some credits there. But you have heard over like the last year rumors that there has been a purge going on and they're killing most DBs outright. So are you returning to Beasley for some sort of connection to your old hometown? Are you looking to maybe put something to rest? Or are you worried that any of your former friends and or if you have any relatives left alive here, that they might be in danger? That is a concern. I have uh, taken a vow of pacifism. Um, if I will obviously defend myself and others, but I'm kind of trying to keep my head low, but I do kind of want to be there as a bulwark as well. I'm hoping that, you know, I can inspire gentleness in those who might become our enemies, but I kind of doubt it. And and does he have any surviving family there or friends? It was a mixed population of DBs, although there was a rather higher percentage of quick flex there. I don't think so. I think after the choices he made, which led him away, and now have brought him back, they don't really speak to him. Um, he's scary. <laughs> but are they still alive and still present in Beasley? They're alive, present, but we we there's the connection's dead. It's huh. it's sad. It's a wound. So we'll say you've been back for about a week. Uh, first glance. The place has gotten a little bit bigger. Like, you remember the old ironworks um, that your one of your parents or both or just people in your neighborhood worked at? Seems like it's been retrofitted and upgraded. Uh, the mining operations look like they've at least doubled or tripled since you were last year, five or six years ago. The DB town, or the small sector of the town that is exclusively the area where the DBs are forced to stay, looks way worse. Like, all this growth in the town has not applied there. If anything, it looks like they've been ravaged even more. Anything, like, even remotely resembling an amenity has been taken from them. But at the same time, they're still alive, which was, like, a, probably an initial wave of relief that hit you, you know, coming into town. You yeah. also didn't see any active coalition troops. Now, Millie, you came from the north, and you probably had some close calls with some patrols. And you knew well enough to, like, avoid most settlements until you got to Beasley. But you didn't really... There's, like, no gate guards. There's no, like, town wall. Um, but you do get a lot of dirty looks. I mean, the fact that you're also a cyborg. Like, at first glance, I, I feel like with your... Part of your face missing. You said yeah. you're missing, like, from your, like, your, like, your nose down. Pretty much, yeah. So you could almost pass for a human. Because uh, the the damage and the cybernetics kind of maybe... So people looking at you don't instantly just see you as a DB. They see you as just a cyborg, which can be scary, but, you know, usually a little bit more palatable to some of these folks than just being a DB. But anybody that actually stops and takes a minute to look can tell that you're not human. But yeah. they also don't want to screw with a four-armed, like, you know, Borg, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, so the place is kind of shit. Where are you staying? Are you going to try to, like, stay with former family or friends? Are you going to try to see if there's a DB that will rent a room? Because 
no human. You can tell right off that no human here will will let you stay with them for no no matter how many credits you offer. Yeah, I'm flush right now. Um, I I think I try to visit family and friends, but I'm kind of turned away. So I kind of group up with other DV population, and I'm I'm trying to spend my loose cash. I I feel like it's blood money, so I'm trying to use it for good. Practically give it away. Um, you kind of need to, because from what you've looked around after a couple days here, like we'll say you, there's a couple of flop houses essentially, and you are easily welcomed in, especially when you're being generous with your credits. Yeah, but I get the I impression I'm that I'm trying um, not to offer charity, but I'm like, uh, service. I will overpay and tip. Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, like the DBs here make a fifth of what a human would in the mines. Yeah. And prices are probably ten times higher for goods and services. A lot of the DBs get by on hunting and gathering out in the woods. Like any of the people that are like family members that aren't miners are out there trying to gather just enough to barely eke by. Disease seems and sickness seems kind of rampant. You know, everybody is you know rail thin from the lack of a good steady diet. Miners in the the week and a half you've been here, there's been at least three deaths of just people working themselves to death, not to say just even accidents in the mine or the, or the smelting part of the factory. It's miserable here. Whereas, from what you can see of the human part, looks like a rather nice little town. You've seen worse. But for the DB perspective, this place is a nightmare. So what are you doing here? Like, you've, you've come in, you've tried to reconcile with family a little bit, were turned away. Like, your, your old hovel is gone. Like, your, your family's in a much smaller, more ramshackle building now. The DB population itself's not that large. Maybe no more than 50. Yeah. I feel useless. None of the problems these people are facing are ones I can actively punch right now. And even if <laughs> they were there, I tried to be a pacifist so that would be difficult I, I think what I've been doing is uh, sitting out in the field with my horse for hours at a time with uh, my painting supplies and I'll stare at my horse for hours and then in one quick motion I'll try and capture the likeness of the horse and it just keeps ending up as just squiggles so day after day hour after hour I just have a pile of scrap paper that doesn't look like anything and i'm frustrated but trying to be meditative and i've broken a couple paintbrushes my fist you might be careful with that it's gonna be hard to get more i know i know uh, it's are hard you avoiding the human population as best you can or are you what how are you handling that aspect of it uh in my old job i was used to looking tough and i <laughs> Part of my frustration, I, I probably kind of almost revel um, being looked at with anger and disgust because that's how I feel inside with, about myself. And I'm I'm almost hoping a fight happens, not consciously, but so yeah, I've been pretty brazen, I think. All right, so give me an intimidation roll. I'm actually terrible at this. <laughs> of course, so that's you funny. Are. <laughs> Oh god, where's the character sheet? Oh, no. Your cyber option is really weak looking. 
They're like made out of like old soda cans and I, I think the problem is I just look gormless. <laughs> so unskilled. Yeah. Fail. Sweet Fail. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, once people kind of get past the cyber, they don't really see you as much of a threat. Um, so unfortunately, in your your brazenness, you don't really... You're more driven back. Like, you try to kind of, you know, I'm standing up to these humans, so I'm not going to cause a fight, but, you know, I'm not going to run away either. At least you said that. Yeah. But then just their stares, the talking, the whispering, the pointing, they're not afraid of you in the ways that you would kind of maybe want them to be afraid of you. And you yeah. are kind of driven out. So you really don't learn to anything about, relevant about what's going on in the human part of town. Um, okay. Which means you don't know anything about comings and goings that could be important to you. Alright, so we, we cut away from our, our young, frustrated, monstrously cyborg painter <laughs> and his uh, failed attempt to be intimidating in town. Back to our group. Bring it on down to Patreon. Listen, come get your summer break shoe. Come get your exclusive Discord access. Uh, come get that feel-good satisfaction of helping people create their lifelong dream. Where can you get all this, you ask? I will tell you. Patreon.com slash In Our Dreams. That's where, and I'll see you there. So bring it on down to Patreon. So another day or two goes by. So you still travel your way north through the wilderness, heading ever closer and closer to that, you know, almost constant pillowing pl like plume of black smoke from the ironworks. And let's go to our other friend here. Will. That fucking horse keeps moving. <laughs> <laughs> At least well, you think he is. That's gotta be why you can't paint him, right? Like he's... <sighs> Maybe your arms are glitching. You could try to ask a human technician to look at them. They'd probably charge you like 50,000 credits. <laughs> if they did the work. I just lie back in the grass. Stare up at the clouds. And yeah, try to it, it rained the other day. So it's, you know, it's a little muggy. As we're kind of getting at the, near the end of summer. Starting to move into autumn. At least the sun is out. It's still a little cloudy, but it doesn't look like it's going to rain today. And Will, give me a notice roll for Darian, if you would. I think I'm also terrible at that. <laughs> what, what are you good at? <laughs> a one, <laughs> Not sir? Much. And a three on your wild die? Okay. <laughs> Maybe the thick grass is around your ears and you just can't hear. Maybe, Maybe it's... it's my thick skull. Yeah, or the the sound of your cyber arms like just whirring and going. Maybe you don't hear shit. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's Maybelline. I don't know what's mm -hmm. happening. You don't hear something, but your horse certainly does. And as it almost tramples you a bit, thank God you have MDC armor because it does hoof you right in the head. <laughs> I mean, you make the noise, but you don't feel the pain. <laughs> something has startled it. Delilah, darling, what? Masuki, give me a notice or electronics roll at minus two. You didn't have to give me minuses. I don't never notice nothing. Well, it's How about the a three? <laughs> Sensors are clear. I mean, you are keeping a good eye on them to make sure that, you know, you don't get ambushed by coalition patrols. 
It would be a five. Oh, that's right. Two points of penalties. Yep. So actually, that is a success. While the terrain is heavily wooded, which has been a real pain in the ass to navigate even on foot, and it's limited sensor effectiveness by a ton, you do ping some movement from a rather large life form about eh, 60 yards away between you and Beasley. At this distance and with the the quality of like the sensor scan, it's hard to tell what it is, but it does seem to be organic. Of course and it is. Bigger than man size. You're getting some basic thermal and like radar. Well, I guess I'm heading in that direction. Do you inform your companions here? Uh, no. Right now I'm just gonna stop them from being ambushed. Yeah, I don't think the information is required. When she goes in a different direction, we notice. Well, she, she's not going in a different direction. It's in along the path you're already traveling. Oh. That's why I said, do you tell them about your... Or, or do you just stop the group? What's going on? Mm-mm. I'll just start walking. Huh? As you're getting closer and closer, are you going to just keep walking or are you going to attempt to stop or stealth when you get closer? Oh, man. Girl uh, as stealthy as you could be in a you know okay. glittery battle suit. Sure, we'll try and stop and still. <laughs> or you could just you know get on the loudspeaker and threaten whatever's out there. I could. Or just fire the goddamn boob gun as a warning shot to this you know <laughs> the trees that used to exist in that spot. Yeah, we'll we'll, tr- we'll try stealthing. We'll see how that goes. So now, Justin Dawn would notice that Masuki is trying to like move a lot slower ducking a little bit down, trying to keep the trees between her and something. What are you doing? Stop yeah, with the penalties, that's definitely so a zero. loudly, right? <laughs> As a sunbeam, like, comes down from the parted clouds and reflects off your armor. <laughs> Will, Darian, there. you definitely hear something else now besides your horse. It's probably a good hundred feet away. Like, it, you hear things crunching in the brush. Heavy things. Hmm. But the, mm. the forest is dark and hard to see between. But there's something out there. Sounds like it's big. It's uh, probably what scared Delilah. Does it seem to be heading towards civilization? Oh, yeah, it's like uh, very evil. close to you. <laughs> it's... Alright, uh, I'm gonna kind of calm Delilah. Uh, kiss her on the nose. I'm gonna walk straight towards it. Kind of punch my fists together to turn on my claws, and... Oh, yeah. Ho there! <laughs> Alright, so at that point, yeah, Justin, you hear the muffled... Ho there! <laughs> kind of echoing through the dense wilderness here. Oh, we're in luck! Company in our travel! We don't know that it's friendly. Why are we yelling? Sounds like standard <laughs> uh, options to then. I go see if it's friendly, you uh, save me. <laughs> to be fair, he's a Sasquatch. He's, he doesn't think he's yelling. <laughs> I get it. Yep. His lungs are the size of a horse's. I feel like he's he has no default whisper mode. And I extend my blade. <laughs> uh, Will Darian hears a kind of muffled, metallic whirring kind of clank. There it's are like good people here. Li- if you're not good people, there'll be less people here. 
I got a chisel here, so the hell I got a chisel here, and it's my chisel here. <laughs> Everything is muffled until you guys get a little bit closer. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Dawn is striding forward. Well, Darian hears more sound, like... Uh, Tess, are you moving or are you staying still? I'm absolutely moving. Yeah, there's definitely multiple things crashing through the underbrush, Will. I'm gonna crash right at it. If it's picking <laughs> up speed, I am too. Excellent. <laughs> Alright, uh, both sides can give me a notice roll at minus one. Doo-doo. Nope. <laughs> Holy shit! Sorry, it's the first time I've ever noticed anything and rolled something real. <laughs> Kind of success, it's me, your but... ex-fiance. Notice <laughs> right. me. Tess is 14 after the minus one, and it kind of yeah, overshadows so... my little four. So I'll tell you what you each see. Will, nothing. Yeah. Somehow, <laughs> you just... There's a reason you spend a lot of time in the wilderness. It's not because you're good at it. It's because you get lost a lot, and this place is not easy for you to navigate. Yep. And, you know, the forearms, it's hard to kind of, like, make your way through the trees and look like a badass. So you're kind of having to pick your battles here. <laughs> Dawn, in the distance, maybe, like, 50 feet, you catch a glimpse of sunlight on metal through the trees. And it looks like there's some kind of hu- short humanoid figure with at least four metal arms coming towards you at a rapid, if not graceful, pace. Huh? Masuki, the you're close enough now where the scanners on the glitter girl can start giving you more detail. Humanoid, there's definitely some cybernetics going on there because it's picking up a decent amount of electronics from this four-armed being. And the camera is starting to resolve an image that's real pixelated at first. It's like enhancing, enhancing, enhancing. And it gives you a close-up on the face. And it's a mangled face, like it's missing the bottom half, and there's clearly, like, tattoos all on the skull. But those eyes... Those eyes, you remember them looking at you before. Longingly, lovingly, fearfully sometimes. You recognize those eyes. Let's keep being friends with you while I could, Don. Hmm? Alright, so, I reach out for Dawn. Stand down. What? It's friendly. Stand down. You decided it's friendly? Oh, this is a breakthrough, Masuki! (laughs) (laughs) I get out of the power armor. I'm so glad you finally decided to to come to my side. So, Will, you hear this? Because the Sasquatch, as we said, is loud, so it's the first kind of clear, crisp like actual words are coming out and you hear like the hissing of like a popped canopy as you break through the trees and see like the sun shining on what looks to be a glitter boy power armor and a young quick flex woman is slowly revealed as the canopy kind of like pulls back I think that stops me dead (laughs) I keep walking forward as if nothing is wrong Dawn, as you're marveling at the fact that Masuki is, like, recognized a friendly, you glance and actually take it in, and you definitely recognize somebody who's very friendly. Aww! Wow, you have really good timing, Masuki! I'm so proud of you! You were absolutely right! And she is moving towards him. (laughs) Oh yeah, I'm going with her. Who has the higher move speed? 
John all day long, uh, but he's not yeah. trying to outpace her. Yeah, he's tall as shit. Well, I mean, your natural pace is just going to be higher, too. Like, it's not like you're running, but... I- that's what I'm saying. Like, my pace is a 10, but I would clock my speed with hers. You know what Excellent. I'm saying? You're not like rushing you- to your lover's arms? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going with her. So I'm like, oh. Okay, so you take baby steps. Yeah. Darian, you see a ghost from your past. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, your, your big hairy boyfriend. What's going on in your little brain right now? Uh, I think a dial tone. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't think I really recognize Big Harry Boyfriend for a second. Oh, My I eyes are only on Masuki. It's you know that slow motion music. It's not beautiful, uplifting music. It's like thrash metal starting to pick up a little bit. Uh, if I had cheeks, they'd be flushed with anger. They're getting closer. So as we get closer, that's when Dawn does what he always does when he meets his lovely, super tough boyfriend. And he screams out a bellowing war cry and charges. <laughs> from behind, you kind of hear the faint, oh shit, from, like, uh, Yusha. She starts, like, popping her weapon systems up. <laughs> I, I think... I think my scream turns first from fright. Uh, I, I think that kind of jump starts me a little bit, and then it turns quick to, you know, uh, an accompaniment, and I fucking charge back. I go low. That's mm-hmm. the easiest place for me to go. And uh, right. I'm going to quickly power down my claws. <laughs> uh, Masuki, how do you react to this? Are you startled? Do you think this is a potentially they're going to hurt each other? Definitely startled. But at this point... Darian looks a lot more jacked than when I left him. It'll be amusing to see him take down the Sasquatch. Yeah, I'm gonna he try is and suplex him. vastly <laughs> replaced with a lot of cyber. Yeah, there's uh, two extra arms you're not used to. <laughs> and the tattoos, I'm assuming, are new. And the, you know, the missing face. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dawn, on the other hand, is ecstatic, because the first thing his boyfriend decided to do upon seeing him is go down. <laughs> he, he is probably like Roy height. He's only five feet tall. His so. head is going low. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you can yeah. figure out how to remove the floating gem that's covering your crotch. I mean, <laughs> I'll stop moving forward, and we'll, I will cross my arms and watch from the sidelines. Are you guys really engaging in a sort of like loving contest of strength? Yeah, oh we, yeah, I'm yeah, trying we, to suplex him. Yeah, we do this thing. It's like whoever gets uh, the first so, move wins. If you guys actually want it to be just a straight up fighting, con- opposed fighting role for fun, fighting or athletics, I, I would say. Uh, Will, you're the initiator since you. Yeah, you pick which. I one rolled. Means. It's bad. Oh <laughs> yeah, you rolled poorly, bud. I got this one. Yeah, so, so yes, you go down Darian for your suplex to try to grab my legs. <laughs> Oh, hon, you did this last time, and I just push straight down on your back and flatten you out and lay down on top of you. Aww. <laughs> oh. You hear, like, the clopping of, like, Yusha's power armor. She gets close. It's like pointing a mini rail gun at you, too. Do I shoot? What? What? What is this? <laughs> no, don't shoot. I'm not sure what Dawn's doing. Why'd you get Baby. out of your armor, Suki? Like, Baby. her faceplate pops open. <laughs> Baby Biscuit, I'd say the sun is rising, but I thought you only traveled with the good and true. What the fuck are you doing with my ex? What? I haven't met Sword at all. 
I've been keeping an eye out for such an evil person. My head absolutely snaps that direction. Let me up. Yusha's just like now looking back and forth at like the weird, almost dog pile on the ground, and then her mentor. <laughs> yeah, Dawn confused and a little disappointed because this like lovely like re uh, reunion is seems to soured a little bit, and he just rolls off a Darian. Okay. Well, the serpent gave you a fake name. So what does that tell you for their character? <gasps> what? Don't tell me. Double checking my intelligence score. Oh, I don't get it. What? <laughs> huh? What? D four. What did she say, Masuki? Nah, that's oh, Soren. Masuki, yay! You know Masuki. This is my new friend. She has an oh abundance God. of honor and fighting spirit. Ah, I tell I'm... you, the stories I have for you are so amazing. I am just deadpan staring at Darian. <laughs> She has an abundance of lies, deceit. That's all. Thought you were better judge a character than this. Huh? Nope. I'm not. <laughs> Rolls it through. You should just constantly like back and forth, like not knowing what the hell is going on. I'm gonna kind of gesture towards Yusha. Do you have a kid too? Is there anything else you're lying about? Your face. What happened to your face? Shotgun. Real fun. Dawn's at a tennis match, just looking back and forth between two of them. Every- what? Huh? What? So he's doing- he's mimicking Yusha on the other side of the circle. <laughs> <laughs> After what you did to me, felt like nothing. I have done nothing to you. <laughs> we were promised. Broke that promise. I have not broken my promise. You've left. You've disappeared. You've vanished. This is true. Uh-huh. You know, I've been thinking about this day, and I'm gonna turn my back so that Suki can see <gasps> my new tattoo. A haiku. My ex hates lizards. She's terrified of them. She's the one with scales. When a storm off. You see, you should like like holding her fingers up, trying to count the syllables. So she's not sure that was not Don't just as impressive as as always, but damn, that was a good one. There, will nice work. Yeah, it was. So you are you are going back to get your horse and go back to Beasley. Yeah, I'm gonna kind of grab um my big furry my BFBF. <laughs> Uh, kind of by that hand, I'm gonna kind of drag biff, him along biff. with me. Yeah, my biff biff. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to uh, start. Your dragging. dare bear beckons. Are you going with him? Yeah, but I'm looking over my shoulder at Masuki, and I'm a little torn. Like even Dawn has picked up on something now. <laughs> <laughs> Masuki, you said you were grabbing uh, Yusha. We're heading back to my power armor. Wait, As what we the go. hell is going on, Suki? We will go to Beasley. And I just keep dragging her. <laughs> yeah, she's just like... Like I said, her face plates up, and she is just literally like, like wide-eyed at <laughs> what's going on, like, looking back. <laughs> As I'm dragging her, I will point-blank say, We are to be married. Evidently, only one of us still believes that. 
Wait, you? And, and she kind of like pours about her. That guy? I thought he would be a real bear. Wait. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and you gave me shit for liking an older guy who gambles and drinks. <laughs> Evidently, neither one of us is a great judge of character. She almost looks happy that you have that in comment. Like, <laughs> yeah, because you're the only oh, guy boy. that likes the, the the gambles and drinks was also an undead abomination. You all don't know that particularly. <laughs> it's true. Evil, yes. That's yeah. You're being dragged away by your your dare bear. It looks like Masuki and is getting back in her armor. And you said you guys are Masuki. Once you're in, are you going to follow them? Um, I mean, you can call it follow. I know where the fucking town is. We're going. Yeah. Okay, I mean, you you could... They're heading in roughly the same direction, but you could easily go lateral and get out of sight from them. Oh, I'm not chose. trying to get out of sight from them either. We're just going to Beasley. Well, yeah. the way the woods are, it, it would necessitate you to stay relatively close to actually keep them in, in visuals range. Just because the, the cover of the trees, it's a very densely packed kind of forest, so it's easy to lose sight of people. Once Dawn does see her, like, following or headed toward Beasley, then he's like, you know, settles down a little bit and stops looking over his shoulder constantly. Probably turns around just in time to avoid running into a tree branch, because... Uh, are you also going to go back and get your horse? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I'm at Dawn. Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> or you oh, yeah. I gotta go get my horse. Oh, hold on. Yusha could probably get it for you. She's familiar enough with the animal at this point that Okay, well, yeah. Darian seems like he needs, uh... He needs some comfort right now, so... I'm gonna stay by <laughs> oh his side. <laughs> You're actually saying that out loud, aren't you? <laughs> yep. Darian, do you need some comfort right now? No! <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> that's your, that's your biff-biff, how dare you? I'm Aww. in a state, okay? <laughs> it's okay. Don't worry. Aw, I'm here now. <laughs> I try to look menacing, five foot versus what, twelve? Yeah. We all know my intimidation stat. Yeah, and you haven't seen him in almost a year, so, no. at least, if not more. No. Yeah, because it was it, six months I was out, and it took us almost six months to get back. Yeah. Well, it's only took you about three and a half months to get here. Oh. But you were... Yeah. So yeah, it's... Still a long time. You, yeah, yeah, easily. How long has my fiance been hanging out with my ex-fiance? Explain yourself. She seemed like she needed help. She, her family's at the refuge at the castle, and I told her I knew where it was. She's been a really nice girl. Not at all <laughs> like the snake that you described, but uh, I guess she got me. <laughs> Wah, wah. You think maybe you may maybe jump to some conclusions there, Dare Bear? I don't jump. I don't know what that means. I'm just upset, okay? That's fair. Okay? And I'm here for you. You can Do be not. upset as long as you want to be upset. I'll be here either way. Okay? 
In my mind, I'm just picturing you like massaging his shoulders while he walks. Hundred <laughs> percent. Mm-hmm. I have I've resisted yeah. picking him up because it would probably make him feel like I was Emas- baby, emasculated a little. I bit. already yeah. feel that way. So. <laughs> right. Imagine how bad it would be if I would if I went through with all the thoughts I had in my head. Yeah, I think I'm like trying to like shrug you off, but your hands is like so large you can barely like feel it. <laughs> it's just not. Like you're lifting with two arms on each hand of his, just trying to push him. <sighs> I don't know. Did you make a promise to this person? I promised to see her safely to Castle Refuge. Jesus Christ. Old gods and new. That. Oh you know, I can't break a promise, Dare Bear. Well, the problem is, I promised her I'd never leave her as well, and I also promised you that if you ever needed anything, including protection from a fucking poisonous snake, that I'd be there as well. So what the fuck am I supposed to do? Excellent. I see no confluence of, of uh, or no, what's the, what's the words? Ah, oh, you're so much better with the words than I am. <laughs> <laughs> Let's cut real quick to Masuki and Yusha. So as you're walking, like it takes off about 15 seconds before Yusha starts bombarding you with questions. So that's the kind of guy you're into? No. Good, because I thought maybe you and Flint were, uh, you know. No. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Short guys with cyber. I mean, I can maybe see the appeal. It matters not what he looks like. It's his lack of honor that I find disturbing. Uh, okay. Yeah. That... And then she force chokes so. him. And takes him. <laughs> <laughs> Find your lack of honor disturbing. So, were you guys, like, dating? No. Oh. <laughs> and she's just like slightly behind you, like clearly not paying attention to where she's stepping anymore, like just casually crashing through like smaller trees and just crunch. So are you from this Beasley place? Is that why you didn't want to go back? You could say I'm from there. Asking you to say if you're from there. <laughs> 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 hey, I thought you weren't going to play this, you know, withholding kind of shit with me anymore. I thought I'd earned a little bit more trust than that. You have. But clearly not. She kind of like, you don't, unless you look over your shoulder, you don't see her like, like, waving her arms towards Darian and, and Dawn. <laughs> we will talk later. Okay, like, do I need to worry about that guy? Is he going to like, try to, you know slit your throat the second you drop your guard? I have no idea. Evidently, I have no clue what he's capable of. And if we have to fight him, do you think Dawn's gonna stand aside? I do not. Ah, shit. (laughs) Ah, alright. She kind of gets quiet and goes a little more professional and business mode where she's clearly paying a lot more attention to what's going on up there. Back to our lover's quarrel, or <laughs> query. I don't know exactly what's going on. It's like a one-sided fight. Right. <laughs> it's just, it's it, just like w- waves pounding against, you know, immovable rock. It's like, like an internal <laughs> conflict on the outside. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
nothing you say, Darian, is going to stop him from loving you. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah. So, such a positive force <laughs> in my life, goddammit. The ray of sunshine. But proceed. You are, like, maybe at, at a walking pace, not not riding, probably, like, 15-20 minutes away from Beasley. Normal people would not go out this far, but none yeah. of you are fucking normal at this point. <laughs> You're all true. dangerous killers. You've got so much tension, Darian. Have you been doing your painting? I think it would be more comforting if you stopped trying to comfort me. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty. As you, as you say, if you've been doing your painting, you're you're kind of back to where the horse, his horse Delilah is, and you oh, do God. see a couple of crumbled paintings on the ground, and maybe like a broken paintbrush sticking yeah. out of the, like the grass. Yeah, but they're supposed to look like horses. They don't. They are uh. terrible. <laughs> Delilah, hey! He's just waving ecstatically. Delilah. Oh, I hope she remembers me. Yeah. So what are we gonna do, Darian? Start kind of like picking up my stuff. I'm helping. Just handing things. Stop. Stop He he doesn't stop. (laughs) I hate you. I don't. (laughs) I lied. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I'm gonna go get drunk. You wanna go get drunk? Let's go get drunk. Let's get drunk. That okay. sounds wonderful. Not go. healthy, but yeah, okay. It's okay. I'm I'm almost physically incapable of getting drunk. I know that. Lovely. But I love Watch drinking with you. Get drunk. As you call him lovely, you hear a... It's not like an electronic amplification, but it is amplified... Aww, as you see the Glitter Girl and a, another like smaller suit of power armor come tramping through the woods uh, with a horse in tow. Oh, Yusha! Darian, regardless of your feelings for Masuki, he, like, Dawn pauses. Like, he was gonna say Soren, but he just can't reconcile his mental image <gasps> of Soren with the person he knows as Masuki. I thought you were gonna say Masoren. I was like, <laughs> just combine the two. <laughs> My no. Soren. Crush my heart. Dawn's not that witty. <laughs> a, a quick question for Masuki. When you came back to Darien, like when you were like older, before you made your way to meet up with Flint, did he ever see the Glitter Girl armor before, or did you keep it hidden from him? I wouldn't have kept it hidden from him. Okay, so the armor is familiar to you then, Darien. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going to marry kind of him. It's my life legacy. This yeah. is all I got. Well, it's a hell of a dowry. Yeah. But you've got to meet Yusha. She is a champion of goodness. I literally saw her glowing with holy power when we fought <laughs> demons. She doesn't raise her faceplate, but she does kind of just like raise a hand. She is wary after what Masuki said, so she is still eyeing the two of you. I'm so glad you've had bonding time with someone I hate. So I'm talking much, about I Yusha say. now, okay? Let's not lump her in. What did we learn about uh, commingling emotions? Okay? <laughs> is that the right word? You're so much better with words. 
Is he though? <laughs> Excuse me. Fearsome holy warrior. Watch your companion's actions, not her words. At this point, Good. the faceplate does kind of like the crystal like that makes up her faceplate hovers forward and then up and you see a rather attractive young girl probably like 15, 16 and her eyes are just radiating daggers at you at this point. Remember what you just said because it's the only time those words are going to leave your lips. My master has taken me in given me a purpose. I fought death itself to be here and stand by her side. I will not let you disrespect her again. Oh god, she is my protege. We're so about to sorry. Her. So sorry, Darian. I should have told you that she's fiercely protective of her relationship with her master. Disrespect Whoops. is matched with disrespect, youngling. I, I actively step in front of Yusha. And she just kind of moves to the side so you're not in front of her, but right. so much as you're just like shoulder to shoulder. And if you mean if you mean to inflict violence upon her, it will be met with violence. Oh, don't worry, Yusha. There's no violence. It's okay. Dawn's like wildly shaking his hands. Like he doesn't know how to defuse this situation. <laughs> this is above his emotional. Both like, horses are looking at each other right now and having a conversation that's so deep <laughs> <laughs> that only if your your bipedal ears could understand. <laughs> They could defuse this instantly if you only spoke horse. <laughs> but grass, yeah, it's getting good. tense. <laughs> chew grass. <laughs> good grass, chew green. Yeah, if you all would just eat some grass, you can get over this. <laughs> yeah, you just looking pissed, Dawn. Like, you've, you've seen her that angry a couple of times in the last few months. Oh. And you do realize that while her power armor is nowhere near Glitter Boy class, it's still power armor. And she's got that weird... She's been doing some weird magic-y stuff over the last month. <laughs> so, it would be a bad fight. Emotionally, and you might not win. can <laughs> be emotionally fucked up. So, why don't we go find a place to sit down and have a conversation and get some rest? We've been on the road for a long time. I'm gonna cut him off. Uh, <laughs> it was Yusha who said to me, uh, if you inflict violence... It'll be met with violence. violence. I made a promise to your master. Till death do us part, sickness and health. And yet you stand with him? I would never. Excuse me? And yet you stand with him? Yes. You left. I keep my promises. You don't. I would never inflict violence upon you. I keep my promises. It doesn't seem that way. You're pissed at me for moving on after you left. Amazing. I, Amazing. I left the place, not you. Nary like, a word, a signal, nothing. What was I supposed to think? Till death do us part. You appear to be alive. So do you. Let's keep it that way, guys. <laughs> Out of curiosity, Masuki, are you like opening your cockpit to oh, yeah. speak oh, to him or yes. oh, God, so you yes. can actually see your face oh, okay. yeah. well it seems like fate is a way of being awful 
gonna turn again. <laughs> Food, drink. Let's go. Okay, let's go. I'm gonna shoulder check my boyfriend. <laughs> In the hip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the calf. <laughs> There's a knee, yeah. <laughs> I close up my power armor. Before you do, you should just kind of like glances over and like you see her looking at you. So, kind of like a boyfriend. <laughs> As the crystal floats <laughs> down and like magically seals into place. And Don just looks over his shoulder at the two of them with like a pouty, apologetic look on his face. Like, well, what can I do? Aww, Dare Bear's such a sweetie pie. Hope you love him as much as I do. Thank you all for listening to the show. We are In Our Dreams Podcast. Darian, aka Dare Bear, is played by Will Masuki, is played by Tess, and Jason was our GM. This episode was brought to you by the loving supporters on Patreon. Thank you so much. We hope to be able to bring more content for a long time, so your support means everything. Please rate and review us on your podcasting app, spread the word, tell your friends, bring more into the fold. I mean, we could always use some more extras. We will see them and you all in the next dream. Good night.